0: Welcome back to Chasing the Light, my audio journal. This is entry number two called Igniting the Light. If you have not had a chance to listen to entry number one, I highly encourage you to go back and listen to it to kind of get an idea of why I'm here and who I am. Just as a reminder, I am getting ready to participate in the first clinical treatment trial for LCA-5, my rare inherited retinal disease. This is going to serve as an audio journal to let everyone into the process and the experience of a clinical treatment trial that shows great promise in previous phases in terms of with animal models and cells and those types of things. So as I had mentioned at the end of entry one, I want to pick up with where I meet my husband Zach and how he brought a true light into my life. I had said in my previous entry that Zach is the reason why. I have come to acceptance of my visual impairment. I met Zach when I was 21 years old. We met at college. We both attended Frostburg State University. And he took an immediate interest into my vision condition. And it was more of an interest than anyone had ever taken my whole entire life, including myself. I avoided my vision disability. I did not talk about it with anybody. It was the last thing I, you know, wanted to explore. But he was interested and he was determined to figure it out and figure me out. So we dated for a year before we got married. And within that time frame, when we were determining, you know, you know, all the things you would determine when you're dating, like when do you want to get married? When do you want to have children? How many children do you want to have? The discussion had come about if we were to have children, there was a possibility, according to a doctor that I had encountered when I was 16, um, who had told me that if I ever had children, those children would be born blind. And when I told Zach this... He said that didn't matter to him. He did not want to get genetic testing done that was available to be able to determine if we had children that they, you know, would, would or wouldn't be blind. He didn't want to know. So we got married after a year of dating. We had our first son, Lucas, who is now 11, getting ready to be 12 this fall. And our life and journey began. We spent the first year of, you know, being new parents and and being married, um, figuring out what we were going to do in life. We both graduated at the same time. I got my degree in teaching health and physical education and he had a degree in geography and um, we ended up, I ended up being a stay-at-home mom. I didn't want to leave my baby Lucas And he ended up getting a job with FEMA. So we moved to the eastern panhandle of West Virginia from Maryland to be closer to Zach's work. And we decided we were going to have our next baby. And that would be the last one that we had. And so we did. We had Jackson, who is now nine. Our boys are very close in age. They are a year apart in school and they are for sure the light of my life. I love being their mom. I love having boys. I as I said in the past, I am very athletic. I am someone who likes to play. I play sports. Everything in my life revolves around health and wellness and fitness. Like I eat healthy. It's it's just a huge part of me. So to have little boys not saying that little girls can't be, you know, playing and running and doing those things. It, it, you know, it just, I was never one to do, you know, the braids and the dresses. So I feel like I was blessed with two little boys for a reason. So we became parents of two very quickly in our marriage. And it was within the time of my pregnancy with Jackson in 2013 that Zach asked my permission to explore my vision disability just a little bit more and see what resources were out there for me. See if there were any types of, you know, treatments available since I hadn't been to the ophthalmologist for years. I mean, a lot, a lot of years um, following the, the news that I got when I was 16, So we ended up connecting with the Foundation Fighting Blindness. Zach had found them on um, the internet and found some studies that they were doing in terms of retinal diseases. At the time, we just thought that I had disease of the retina. I'm thinking that I may have gotten a little bit more specific diagnosis of rod cone dystrophy at that point. I'm I'm not 100% sure of that time frame. Um, but nevertheless, we were connected with the Foundation Fighting Blindness in 2013. And then I was connected with a doctor, um, Dr. Samuel Jacobson in Philadelphia later in 2013 and actually went for my first appointment in Philadelphia at that time, um, And Jackson would have been, let's see, he would have been three months old, I think, at that time. So Jackson was a newborn. I was, you know, a new mom again. And I went up to Philadelphia to see if I could learn more about my vision. And I went through 12 hours of testing from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., to sit down in that chair after the extensive testing, I had never gone through those types of vision assessments before, never in my life. Like I just remember the exhaustion I felt. And then I remember Dr. Jake- Jacobson looking at me, and he's a sci- he was a scientist. He's since passed. Um, he was a scientist researcher, looked at me and put his hand on me and said that within the next five to ten years, there will be a treatment available to you and you will be a prime candidate for that treatment. Okay, so that was 10 years ago around this coming November. I had never received news like that from an eye doctor appointment prior to that, never. I just remember being filled with so much hope. I never felt hopeful about my vision condition. Never, especially after when I was 16 and was told that I'd be blind by my early 20s. At this point, when I'm me and Dr. J, Jacobson, I was 24 years old. So I just remember just being so filled up after that. I went to I went home. I was so excited. Everyone was excited for me. Our family, like, yeah, one day there's going to be some sort of treatment available for me. I think I got a new diagnosis at that appointment. It was narrowed down even more. Um, I think it was narrowed down to retinitis pigmentosa. And we got involved with the foundation's vision walk in Baltimore. We did our first vision walk as a family And we had, um, you know, my mom and dad-in-law and uh, my sister-in-law and then our two boys. Our boys were basically babies when we did our first vision walk. And when I went to the first vision walk, I just cannot tell you how much hope and joy and just all of the things that I was filled with when I was hearing the keynote speaker discuss all of the research that were being done for inherited retinal diseases such as mine. And I just remember feeling that this is going to happen one day. Like I'm something is going to become available and I never let go of that. It drove me. It drove me to advocate for the foundation fighting blindness. It drove me to become a teacher of the visually impaired, like to give my students hope, and to give others hope, who were, you know, just learning about their vision condition, or, you know, having a hard time accepting it, like I did for the majority of my life. And my husband was the one who helped me through all of that. Like he was my biggest man and cheerleader. He led us to the Foundation Fighting Blindness. He led us to Dr. Jacobson in Philadelphia. And he sat there for those 12 hours with me and watched me do those vision assessments and just saw how exhausted I was and just how, you know, frustrating it is at times when they're trying to learn how to direct your eyes to do different things or to look at different lights And you have, you know, your head in this up against this machine for 12 hours. Like it, it was exhausting. And he watched all of that. He's been my cheerleader, every vision walk, everything that I have wanted to do, you know, since learning my vision diagnosis and, you know, coming in contact with the Foundation Fighting Blindness and knowing that, that research is being done. Like Zach has been the pioneer of it all for me and for us, because, you know, it's, yes, essentially, like if I could get my vision improved, it will be great for me, but it will also change our whole family. Like I, I wouldn't be able to do the things that I do without the support of my husband and sons. They help me, you know, go different places. We do a lot of traveling. We just got back from New York and, at Christmas time and trying to go through New York with a blind mom and um, two young sons who you're trying to keep your eye on and everything like it it could be a challenge, but we've all adapted. So this affects more than just me, the the good and the bad. Um, they've, he's been through my side when I've reached my limit with running into things because, you know, I run into cabinet doors that are open. I hit my head off of tables because I don't have depth perception or, you know, I run into a wall because I, you know, miss the doorway. Like my husband has been there by my side through all of that to pick me up, encourage me, you know, strengthen me. And remind me that there, there are things being done that we are going to reap the benefits from in the realm of vision science. And And when I say we, I don't mean just our family, the Rambo family. I mean all of the people that are out there dealing with these inherited retinal diseases and hopefully many, many people who are you know, living with blindness across the spectrum, this is an exciting time for the vision science realm. And I just truly hope and pray that you find encouragement and knowing that there are people out there researching and fighting for us to find a cure for different types of blindness. So, you know, we went to Philadelphia 10 years ago we had a very positive experience. Ten years of life like flew by. I, I can't even tell you how fast life has gone. Within this 10 years, I have done, you know, more education. I got my master's degree. I've watched my boys grow up and you know, one is game radio in the middle school this year, the other will be in fifth grade. Zach and I's marriage years have passed. We renewed our wedding vows in 2021 in Punta Cana, on the beach, like we, we've done all these amazing, incredible things within these 10 years. And the thought of, you know, something coming for my vision diagnosis, you know, it's there, but I don't dwell on it. I just keep living my life. Um, It wasn't until 2018, when I went through genetic testing and they determined the exact deficient gene for my vision condition, which was LCA5. And this is such a helpful piece of this puzzle because this is what has led me to where I am now and what this audio journal is going to entail with my journey through the clinical treatment trial. So in 2018, we learned that news And we continue to do our vision walk every year. We continue to support the Foundation Fighting Blindness. And I became a TVI. I've I've been a TVI for a teacher of the visually impaired for three years. I went back to school, got another master's degree in teaching students with visual impairments. And last January 2022, Zach was doing some more um, personal research about my condition and see if anything were available. We always check um, uh, the clinicaltrial.gov website to see if anything was available. And sure enough, he found something in January 2022 through a a, a company called Opus Genetics, and they were conducting a trial on animals for LCA5, and I got in touch with the coordinator right away. I had an appointment to be assessed last June of 2022 and went through many hours, many hours of vision assessments to learn at the end that I would be a prime candidate and the perfect candidate for this trial whenever it would begin. So that was amazing. Like after all of that time, you know, we finally found a clinical treatment trial that was set to begin within the next year um, from June, 2022, within the next year. And it was for my specific visual impairment, the LCA5. I mean, it... (laughs) And you have to know a little bit about LCA five to see how miraculous this this story is, because LCA five is the most severe and rare of the labor congenital amaurosis family. LCA itself, that family, is you know likely the most severe of the inherited retinal diseases. So for a sponsor to even consider conducting a trial for something that affects so little of the population, um, it, it was a miracle in itself. And then we just kind of stumbled upon it. Zach stumbled upon it. There's my there's my superhero again, stumbling upon it. And um, I am blessed and honored and thankful to say that after... 18 months from when Zach found it and a year since last June when I learned I would be a prime candidate. um, The trial has officially begun. The FDA approved the next phase of the trial back in December 2022 and they just gave site approval on June 2nd and I got the call that day. (laughs) So I have already been to Philadelphia and back. Yes, it is in Philadelphia at the University of Penn, where all of this began 10 years ago. And Dr. Jacobson 10 years ago told me within the next five to 10 years, you will be a prime candidate for a clinical treatment trial. And he was right. And God was faithful. God continues to be faithful in this journey. And I am so blessed and thankful for the opportunity to share this with everyone, to encourage everyone to never give up, know that there is someone working for you, you know, live your life, don't dwell on things, but know that someone is working all the time and watching over you and, and there to you know, pick you up whenever you don't think you can go any further. I've lost, you know, a significant of functional vision within the last 10 years, but I am still able to do so much that I probably shouldn't be able to do with this severe disease that I have. I'm still the perfect candidate according to the doctor as of last week. And I am so excited. I'm just, I I can't explain the amount of joy and relief to be able to know that I have supported this foundation, Fighting Blindness, for 10 years. And to see what has truly come, like they are directly funding this sponsor who is doing the trial. So it's all full circle and it's beautiful and amazing. And I am just thrilled that it has finally started. My next entry will be discussing the beginning of the trial, um, me signing the informed consent and know that I am just getting back from Philadelphia from those first two visits. It was it was exhausting, but it was wonderful. And I, I hope that the information gathered from this clinical trial is something that helps so many people, not just us with the LCA5 deficiency, just everyone across the spectrum. I thank you all for tuning in and listening. And I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. I hope you keep chasing that light as I will continue to shine whatever light that I can to everyone and I will keep chasing the light too. Have a wonderful day.